Thank you for tuning in. Today is Monday, April 2, 2018. The Red Hat Linux distribution is turning 25 years old this week. What started as one of the earliest Linux distributions is now the most successful open source company, and its success was a catalyst for others to follow its model. Today's open source world is very different from those heady days in the mid 1990s when Linux looked to be challenging Microsoft's dominance on the desktop, but Red Hat is still going strong. The rest of this article is listed in the description. Alphabet self-driving arm Waymo is introducing a new vehicle into its fleet of driverless rides. An all-electric car produced by Jaguar Land Rover Waymo unveiled a new vehicle, called the Jaguar I-Pace, at a press event in New York City on Tuesday and said it expected to begin production on the cars equipped with its technology in 2020 in the first two years. The companies expect to manufacture 20. 000 cars the vehicles will first be available in a ride hail service in phoenix eras where the company will begin testing prototypes this year waymo currently has a fleet of driverless chrysler pacifica vans as part of its ongoing agreement with fiat chrysler emmanuel macron the president of france gave a speech laying out a new national strategy for artificial intelligence in his country the French government will spend 1.5 billion euros 1.85 billion dollars over five years to support research in the field, encourage startups, and collect data that can be used, and shared, by engineers the goal is to start catching up to the US and China and to make sure the smartest minds in AI choose Paris over Palo Alto, directly after his talk. He gave an exclusive and extensive interview, entirely in English, to Wired Editor-in-Chief Nicholas Thompson about the topic and why he has come to care so passionately about it. You can find the interview in the description of this episode. When Spotify goes public Tuesday, the spotlight will shine on 35-year-old Sia Daniel Ek, who has built a $20 billion company and helped revive the music industry along the way. But if Spotify's unusual direct listing offering done without the traditional assistance from investment banks is successful, credit will go to a Spotify executive 30 years ex-senior, who doesn't want any attention Barry McCarthy, the company's chief financial officer, who is acknowledged as the architect of the unorthodox, and to some, controversial public offering, if the direct listing works. It could pave the way for other tech startups to follow suit that could potentially cut out Wall Street banks and their clients from a lucrative revenue stream, and would roil the financial services industry. The businesses that work with NIFT the name is short for Neighborhood Gift can give special gift cards to their best customers. Those customers enter their codes on the NIFT website, answer a few questions and can then choose from two free gifts from other local businesses. A company called Clipisode is today launching a new service that's essentially a talk show in a box. As founder Brian Alvey describes it's similar to how Anchor now allows anyone to build a professional podcast using simple mobile and web tools. Clipisode is this for video content with Clipisode. You can record a video that can be shared across any platform, social media, the web, text messages and collect video responses that can then be integrated into the show and overlaid with professional graphics. The team behind the popular open-source CMS Drupal is urging admins to update their sites to ward off a nasty bug that could leave their sites highly compromised to attackers. According to the organization the affected versions Drupal 6, 
7 and 8 of the CMS power over 1 million websites on the internet Drupal has marked the security risk as highly critical and warns that any visitor to the site could theoretically hack it through remote code execution due to a missing input. Validation This potentially allows attackers to exploit multiple attack vectors on a Drupal site, which could result in the site being completely compromised. The group noted in a blog post, after waiting more than a year to learn the fate of its memory chip business, Toshiba Corporation investors are going to have to hold on a little longer. The Japanese technology giant said Friday it's missed an initial deadline to close the 2 trillion yen $19 billion sale of the division by the end of March, pushing back the disposal of its biggest business by at least a month. The deal with a group led by Bain Capital has so far failed to win approval by Chinese regulators as they weigh the impact on the world's biggest market for semiconductors under the agreement's terms. The new deadline for closing would then be May 1, and Toshiba would need regulatory approval by April 13 to meet that. Apple announced a new iPad earlier this week at an education-focused event, though it's rare for the company to directly acknowledge its competition during presentations. It made no secret the new iPad was aimed at one rival in particular Chromebooks. The iPad, as some call it, came in at the same $329 price tag as the previous model $299 for schools, but includes a faster processor and support for the Apple Pencil. At the same time, Apple announced a suite of new software tools to make the iPad more useful for academia. Apple arguably has more clout than any other company in the tech industry but it's yet to nail the education market, which Google has completely dominated in recent years, at least within the U.S. The new iPad certainly improves things, but Apple misses the mark on what makes Chromebooks so great for schools. A new report has revealed that South Africa has $10 million sitting unspent in universal service and access funds meant for the provisioning of Internet access in the country. And in case you missed it, we included an article listing the best gags of April Fool's Day 2018. Thank you for tuning in. We will be back tomorrow.